1: Iteration one three seven two zero one. Manual override seven. Station two. Enter two zero zero.
0: Hi, I'm Sergeant Drano, and with me tonight is Mr. Bad. Hello. <laughs> and for for pretty much the first time ever, we decided to get together to talk Game of Thrones and uh, Song of Ice and Fire since the uh, the new season it starts up this weekend, this Sunday. Uh, so I hear you're a uh, fan of uh, the game of thrones ISD.:
2: oh very much so very excited about it uh i i think it's amazing uh, i was hooked from the very first 10 minutes and uh after they killed everybody they introduced i said wow this was something that was very <laughs>
0: good <laughs> you were talking about the beginning of season one
2: the very first scene yes yes when, uh, they leave the uh, ice tunnel and uh, the brothers of the watch go out to look into some strange shit and,
0: uh, they sure <laughs> yes, they it. do. They sure <laughs> um, are you a book reader as well, or just a TV show?
2: I tried reading the books. I bought them all. Uh, anybody mm-hmm. out there who wants to wants to uh, buy some books or trade books for trade, or just you know wants them. Uh, I started reading them, and it was so effing disturbing, I could not go on. It's like. (laughs) Disturbing. Yeah, I mean, the books are like the worst parts of the episodes, you know, like um, when the one guy is tortured and has his uh, crotch cut off. It's like that all the time, pretty much. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I I know. I I am a book reader, so yeah. I think I've uh, maybe read them through twice. I think I'm on my third time through. Not totally sure.
2: Made of sterner stuff than Mr. Bad, uh, (laughs) because I I just couldn't. I love it. It's good good writing, but Mm -hmm. it's like it reminds me of the Sopranos and Breaking Bad, but it's just too much. Uh, Watching something an hour at a time once a week, I can uh, deal with that. I cannot deal with reading something hours on end every day. I mean, because it takes what. 100 hours or so to read one of these books, you know? Well,
0: uh, you can always get uh, Audible and do the, like,
2: uh... I'm sure these books are probably 20 hours worth of listening, though. So, I mean, it's, it's probably a time, you know?
0: Good bang for buck there. <laughs> <laughs> um, cases, literally, yes. <laughs> some people like to, uh, when they read or reread, they'll, uh... They'll, because since it's grouped by, you know, character chapter, if they get to a, a character chapter that they don't particularly like, or, or that, you know, it's the character that they don't care for, or maybe they just don't like, you know, a bunch of torture stuff, they would just skip over that and go to the next one. You ever thought about doing that?
2: You know, actually, I, after I found it disturbing and I, it really, the, the books have diverged, or at least the, I should say, the series, the HBO series, has diverged quite a lot. I really, Yes. Ideally, I'm not that concerned about missing out on the books, you know. Um, maybe I'll yeah. read the Cliff Notes at some point. <laughs> 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 I'm sure they're going to come well. up with Cliff Notes.
0: Or I don't I'm know.
2: A, Do they still have Cliff Notes? Is, is that archaic? Maybe it's just... You just Google now instead of clip. I (laughs) don't
0: know. That's a good question. Hmm. Uh, I do not know the answer, but uh, but yeah, I'm a I'm a fan of both the books and the show. Um, Let's see. Yeah, I heard I'd heard good things about it. I think right after season one ended, maybe. So, uh, me and the wife watched it, and. I think that was the point where she got the books, and then she eventually got me into the books as well. And
2: uh, yeah, I've both... heard so many people talking about it. It's an HBO series, and I was—I, I, uh, Mister Bad, cut the cable cord literally, and that cut <laughs> the direct line HBO. But my sister had, uh, and her uh, and then boyfriend, now husband, uh, mm-hmm. loved it and had it, and then I eventually gave me their HBO to go account. So I was right. uh, I was illegally doing it that way, but uh, <laughs> I I have bought all the DVDs I own all the DVDs. One goddamn uh, season I bought twice because they came out with a different uh, cover or not cover, but a different uh, steel can. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. At the same time, they came out with the like season five. They came out mm-hmm. with season six, and they had it right next to season five in the steel can and. I saw it. Wow! It's the new season. It's in the, the new stuff, and it's a nice, nice steel can. And it turned out to be <laughs> season five again. So I have several copies of season five.
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> so you thought it was a different season, but it was the same season that you already had.
2: What well, was so hard to see? I mean, the mm-hmm. it was it was beautiful, but you couldn't really see it saying season five. Yes. Yeah, I, they
0: do tend to put that in small print. I've noticed.
2: I mean, and that was fine. I thought artistically, it's great. The presentation of the steel, you know, is great. <laughs> I love. Uh, that. I have another steel one for the uh, our, one of our favorite shows, the uh, um, uh, the Evil Dead. You know, Ash vs. <laughs> Evil Dead. That's a beautiful. Uh, looks like you know part of his uh, uh, chainsaw. That's really nice. Oh, That's cool. The, uh, I was just disappointed they had it right next to season six, the regular. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you know, like the, that one area they have which says, you know, new stuff, new releases. It's like, oh. Uh huh. But I'm really bad at remembering. When I go to the store, I always forget which ones I have. I that's not the first copy of a, a season DVD I have, so I mm-hmm. you know. I have no compli no no. uh no problem. Watching illegally on HBO because I've I have so many of the uh, of the uh, copies, you know. So I've, mm. I'm good. And so, I actually, um, do you know if it's available like on iTunes or is it just um, HBO? It is
0: not. Oh, it is man. not available on iTunes. It never has been. So you pretty much got to either get HBO Go or HBO Now or something like that in order to. Uh,
2: and I may do Watch that because you can now – you don't have to go through your cable provider. That was the reason I didn't do it because I didn't have mm-hmm. my ca- – I wasn't doing anything through it. and um, right. But now I can go like right to their website and, and do it. So I might do
0: that. Um, right.
2: might be people yeah. from the get-go. <laughs>
0: so uh, thinking back – uh, what are your favorite characters? Who who you've been rooting for, dead or alive, at this point?
2: Uh, oh, the Starks, generally, and uh, the uh, the first time I saw the imp, I thought he was an amazing character. He just had so much uh, pain, you know. Like he like they say comedians, you know, like ha- uh, develop their comedy from pain. And his whole life, his whole outlook, that sarcasm, the self-deprecation. Uh, it's all from the pain he's uh, uh, suffered, and I think he's one of the richest characters, really. Um, oh, the imp? Yeah.
0: Okay, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, way, I
2: generally like the Starks. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like. I actually grown to like the. Uh, ba- well, I. You think it's the bastard Stark, the bastard son of uh, Rob Stark, but we—I won't spoil that at the moment about who he really is. No, no,
0: spoilers bound at this oh, okay. point. Yeah. I actually thought his character
2: developed great because I thought he was a little stiff and mm-hmm. I didn't really like, you know. But it turns out there, his whole character has developed, you know, from this, you know, um, what would you say? Uh, uh, bastard with a chip on his shoulder who didn't uh-huh. really feel at place. I mean, really, he really conveyed that. You know that he didn't belong and he was looking to get out. Really, nah. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, uh, I
0: uh, you're talking about Jon Snow, of course.
2: Yeah, and, uh, and ever since he's died, I've really loved his characters. His characters improved uh-huh. proved uh, dramatically since he's died.
0: I have a. Uh... Yeah, I've I've I've, I've pretty much liked him all along, Um, and one of the reasons that is is because I was a big uh, Ned Stark fan back Mm -hmm. in season one. I like Sean Bean, and to me, personality-wise, Jon Snow seems like it really seems like a younger version of a Ned Stark to me, regardless of who is actual father is but Mm -hmm. he just seems to have a lot in common with you know the rigid sense of honor you know stubbornness to do the right thing even maybe if it's not necessarily the smartest thing but uh you know
2: but i'm telling you he's loosened up since he died he's he's Mm -hmm. much more you know sort of open to uh you know the the old honor. he he gave his time in the watch he's dead i think he's much more open to uh to new uh, ways of thinking Yeah, uh, yeah. I tell you, the thing that caught my attention with Jon Snow is when he got laid by that red-headed woman. She was hot, and that (laughs) got got my attention, you know. What can I say?
0: No doubt. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Actually, I have to say I don't like to judge women on their looks, but I think she was actually the most beautiful woman on the show, and, you know, she had a lot of...
0: Yeah, I could go with that.
2: Yeah. I mean, that... uh, that witch, the firewoman's pretty hot, but uh, I thought she had a vibrancy, youth, you know, and uh, tenacity. Yeah. That,
0: uh, yeah. and of
2: course, yeah. that's the actress, you know, it wasn't just her beauty, so right. You know, so more,
0: <laughs> more, um, more props to her. I kind of always have a thing for underdogs, so uh, one of my favorites along has been Stannis. Mm-hmm. Of course, yes. he's, he's dead now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, at oh. least in the TV show, he's dead. He's not dead in the books.
2: That's true. Yes, yes. So you were saying uh, how much you like Stannis as an underdog, and I agree. I I really thought he's one of the uh, the best feudal lord characters. You know,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, he doesn't have that that uh, pomposity that the Lannisters mm-hmm. have. He has a really dead seriousness. You know, um, so you can really see him as like. The brother of the king, who like mm-hmm. has a lot of responsibility, military guy, but um, you know, isn't a, a court you know fixture. But yeah. uh, of course, he, he lost me. <laughs> uh, not so much when he he conjured the uh, the demon that killed the uh, his brother, but uh, of course when he sacrificed his daughter. Um, yeah.
0: what which did not happen in the books. At least hasn't yet. Right. It doesn't right. really. Doesn't really seem like it will. It, it feels like that was kind of the path the TV show people took to, I guess, write him out and end that storyline. So
2: in the books, do you want to spoil and say, uh, like, where's he at now in the books?
0: Well, in the books, uh, Stannis does pretty much like he does in the show. He. He tell he, he writes Jon Snow a letter that says that he's going to march on Winterfell mm. to save Arya Stark from uh, the bastard of Bolton. Um, because it's in the books, it's uh, it's supposed to be Arya that he's married, not Sansa. And uh, what they don't know is it's actually not really even Arya. It's just a, a girl that they're passing, that the the Boltons are passing off as Arya, oh. so that they'll have control of uh, of Winterfell.
2: Oh. is Arya in the books also um, learning to be a a cold-blooded killer? Yes. Oh, okay. What's yeah, that Arya is true. Huh.
0: the 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 main difference is that Sansa is. Uh, at least in the books at this point, never goes to the north, never goes to Winterfell. She stays uh, at the Erie.
2: Oh. Mm-hmm. So does she, did she go with her father to King's Landing and then, when he died, head to the
0: Erie? Yeah, yeah. Everything uh, happened pretty much like it did in the books up oh, until okay. the point that Littlefinger and Sansa go north. That mm. does not happen... In the books, at least not so far. In the books, they're still at the Erie,
1: hmm.
0: and they seem to be wanting to consolidate their power base there. Whereas in the TV show, uh, or in the books, um, instead of Sansa going north to marry um, Bolton, um, they got uh, they got a, a, a yeah yeah a, a, a girl who was actually one of Sansa's handmaids. Ah. Uh, they're saying that she's Arya, hmm. and they have her marry uh, Bolton. Hmm. And like, uh, similar to the TV show, we do have uh, Reek escaping with fake Arya, whereas in the TV show, he escapes with Sansa.
1: Sansa. Oh, cool.
0: Right. And in the uh, books, uh, they escape and get picked up by uh, Stannis. Oh, th- hmm. And I don't, I'm trying to think, oh, in the, in the TV show, they get rescued by, um, the
2: uh, the woman who, uh,
0: who, yes,
2: who was the, Brienne,
0: Brienne, yes, Brienne of Tar, yes, yes. that does not happen in the books, hmm. uh, in is, the does books,
2: she, does she have, is Bri- her character in the books, Brienne of Tar?
0: Oh, yeah, she's in there. Oh, okay. And she goes on her quest to try and find uh, Catelyn Stark's daughters and mm-hmm. rescue them and stuff. But she, in the books, at least so far, she never finds any of them. She ultimately ends up captured by the Brotherhood Without Banners, mm-hmm. who who in the books are actually at this point being led by a resurrected Catelyn Stark. Oh, it, who calls herself uh, Lady... Well, or they call her Lady Stoneheart, because oh. in the books, uh, they find her dead body after uh, the Red Wedding. They find yeah. it like uh, yeah. washed out along a river. Hmm. And uh, Don Darian, who is still, you know, living in the TV show, in the books, he finds her, and he, he feels sympathy for a situation, so... Hey, he 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 wills her back to life somehow, and uh, and he uh, and his own life is ended. It's like whatever force is keeping him alive passes oh, right. on to her. Oh,
2: cool!
0: So she becomes back to life, but she's still kind of corpse-like. She's still described as like you can see parts of bone, you know, like showing through her skin and stuff. So yeah. she's basically kind of like a white, except she's not completely mindless, right. she can still kind of semi-communicate, and she seems she seems to be driven by nothing more at this point than a sense of vengeance against all the Freys and Lannisters for what happened.
2: That would be really cool to see her reaction to find out that Jon Snow wasn't mm-hmm. her husband's bastard, but mm-hmm. in fact his, her husband's uh, nephew.
0: Yeah. I agree but uh <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't seem like King,
2: which of course, you know they murdered all right. these, they tried to murder all his uh, descendants, so I can
1: see how yeah, they yeah.
0: did that. Yeah, it doesn't it really doesn't seem like Steinhardt's going to be in the in the TV show at this point. Mm. Cuz in the TV show, Don even still alive and he actually I don't know if you've watched any of the trailers, but he actually uh, appears briefly in one of the trailers with his flaming sword, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, in the books the Brotherhood Without Banners is basically carrying on a guerrilla campaign against the Lannisters and the Freys. And Brienne, during the course of her quest to find Kat's daughters, is captured by them and brought before Lady Stoneheart. Where uh, Lady Stoneheart thinks that, uh, that she's uh, basically betrayed her promise because she's carrying this... Lannister sword on her, the fancy Lannister sword, and has you know this the sealed you know order from the king on her. So mm-hmm. star thinks that she's working for the Lannisters. So uh, they're about to hang her, uh, and she uh, relents at the end and promises to prove her loyalty by going to find and kill Jamie Lannister. Mm-hmm. So she is sent on a mission <laughs> to uh, to kill Jamie Lannister. And the last we see of her in the books so far is she shows up, Brienne shows up at River Run at the time that uh, Jamie is trying to uh, end the siege with the blackfish yes. on the TV show. Uh-huh. And uh, requests that Jamie go with her somewhere. And he does. He leaves with her somewhere. So, And that's the last we've seen at this point. So presumably that's part of you know some plot to kill Jamie Lannister as you know, Stoneheart's Revenge.
2: <laughs> so just to recap, this is the last season of the show, right?
0: <laughs> uh, sort of. I'm, I'm not sure whether this is... Whether this is considered to be the last, the ha- the first half of the last season, or oh, right, the next right. last shortened season, but
2: because they're going to have a short season, a break, and then another season, so technically correct. there are two more seasons, right? But um... correct, yeah. Because I had heard would... he has at least at least two more books to go.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah, because he had the one he was writing, which was supposed to come out before the season. Yeah, started. I think that's
0: right. I think there's supposed to be two more books. Yeah.
2: And good luck.
0: Winds of winter and a uh, dream of spring. I think. Hmm. Yeah, but uh, but I'm still interested to read those because at this point, you know, some of the stuff has diverged so much. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see what what does happen. Mm, quite a bit.
2: Could you say especially in books,
0: with mm-hmm.
2: in the books, you don't, you um you don't know about um, what is his name? Um, the guy who gets his cock cut off. Uh,
0: Reek or uh, or uh, Theon Greyjoy.
2: Theon, yeah, you don't really know about Theon until like a whole book or so. They like leave him, and he then he comes back.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. He does kind of drop out for a while, and then surprise, there he is being tortured. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, in the in the show. Stannis' guys, you know, basically all desert him and and he, he loses all his cavalry, his cavalry goes over cuz they're a bunch of sellswords. Right. And uh, and he burns him and the red woman burn Shireen to do whatever, which actually causes a bunch of his men to desert.
1: Mhm.
0: And he's, you know, basically overwhelmed and taken out. But in the books None of that stuff happens. Uh, for one thing, the red woman and his daughter aren't even with him. They don't march with him. Mm-hmm. His daughter is way over at Eastwatch by the sea. I don't know if you remember what that is.
1: Was it's
0: a uh, uh It's it's uh, it's where he left his his queen and his daughter. It's mm-hmm. the uh, it's the easternmost fort. For the Night Watch, Night's oh, Watch.
1: Okay.
0: Um, and he left his daughter and his his wife there before he went to Castle Black, and they're still there. And Melisandra doesn't march with him either; she stays at Castle Black in the books because I guess she thinks something's going on with Jon Snow. She needs to stay there. Uh, and in the books, uh, they do have problems with snowstorms and stuff that are messing up messing him up but when some of his guys try to get him to burn somebody to you know supposedly get like, lore to alleviate the situation uh, he refuses uh, partly specifically because a good part of his army is made up of a bunch of smaller uh, petty lords and stuff from the mountainous areas of the north. John Snow tells him to go through there and you know uh, visit these guys and uh, feast with them and stuff, and that they'll they'll probably help him out, and they do. Uh, so he's got all these northern guys with him. Doesn't have any wildings with him. Um, but he, he somebody tries to get him to burn some guys, and uh, and he refuses, saying that uh, you know like more than half of his army doesn't follow the Red God, so mm-hmm. that that wouldn't be a good idea. <laughs> Um, also in the books, there's this plot where uh, uh, the Carst- House Karstark is pretending to be an ally of his, but really they're working with Bolton. Mm. So they're gonna like destroy Stannis from you know him type of thing.
2: Because Karstark was, was uh, the guy who killed the nephews of the Lannisters, and then yeah.
0: And then Robb chopped his head off, so that kinda soured all the car starks against the Starks. Yeah. So they're working for Bolton and the books, but they're pretending to be allies of Stannis. But that plan gets exposed because a banker from Bravos manages to make contact with Stannis' army and tells him all this. So Stannis is wise to all the traps that have been set for him. Uh, Reek and fake Arya are with him at this point too. And and so it doesn't seem like there's any way that, you know, he's going to get trounced, but who knows? I guess we'll see what happens. (laughs) Assuming there, that there are more books.
2: (laughs) That's very, very different. Hmm. In yeah, the, very... uh, in the books, have they developed the uh, the whole? Um, uh, what do they call them? Not the the White Walkers are there, but how about the um, the Wildings? Have they are they a, a big powerful force that's threatening? Have they had that battle yet?
0: Uh, yes, uh, that happened pretty much like it did on the TV show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stannis agrees to let the Wildlings through the wall uh, as long as they you know become part of the, the Seven Kingdoms. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, initially, he's he wants them to uh, join his army as he marches on uh, Bolton and them. But uh, but Jon Snow gets him to agree to leave the Wildlings at his disposition, and he's going to use them to uh, fill out the ranks of the people guarding the Wall. Mm-hmm. And in return, uh, Jon Snow Point Stannis towards all these mountain clans that he goes and uh, makes uh, d- makes alliances with. Hmm. So the wildlings are there and they uh, they're filling out, uh, they're helping out Jon Snow at the wall at this point um, and they're all at the wall and uh, the books don't get any farther uh, past the point that Jon Snow gets killed so we don't really know what happens Ah, After that he
2: comes back.
0: Hmm. Right. Man, which I mean everybody pretty much thinks that he will, but uh especially since it happened on the show, but uh but right now all the wobblings are at the wall or just kinda near the wall, but uh and John Snow's, you know, stabbed. Uh, you were saying?
2: I was just gonna wonder about um what you think is John shows Snow's half brother, the the guy who fell who got pushed from the um tower. Is he? Is that storyline still in place? Is he, you know, trying to become the uh, the, uh, the um, mystical it, force?
0: It is, uh, but that is happening a little bit different in the books, too. It, at least at this point, there, uh, Bran is is still at the same location as the three eyed crow. Uh, they have not left that location, and there's so far at least there's not really any indication that he's going to leave that location. Hmm. So, not sure if he's supposed to stay there or if he's gonna at some point leave that place in the books. But right now, he's still there, and it seems like that he's supposed to stay there, but and become you know basically the next three eyed crow, but right, right don't well, know for sure. His
2: training gets cut short when the white walkers show up, you know. He
0: Yeah, well, yeah, that hasn't happened in the books though. Right. <laughs> and there is there's, there's uh, talking about the white walkers. In the book, there is no, at least so far. There is no uh, any sort of Knights king character. The 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 White Walkers are still sort of a uh uh a a very mysterious threat with you don't know like if they're led by a single character or if they're just some sort of alien force almost. Oh. You know, they're 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 almost Borgish before we knew that anything about Borg Queens or anything. Mm-hmm. They're just this very uh, sort of unknowable alien presence, um, and there there aren't like different White Walker characters at this point. At least, not that we've been introduced to. There's just this mysterious threat of the Others, hmm. the White Walkers. Uh, there's no kind of Knights King character. Uh, that's just you know the there's a there's that story of legend about the the Night King. Who was supposedly uh, a lord commander of the night's watch that uh that took a uh a uh a white or a white walker as his bride mm. and then did a bunch of messed up stuff at the wall mm. but that's that's not the same character right,
1: right that
0: one's called the that one's called the night king and they're calling this dude the night's king unless i'm getting that backwards but uh <laughs>
1: But
2: they, they clearly said in the show that the White Walkers were a creation of those Elvish dryads or whatever to fight humans. They, they right, sacrificed and killed people, and then turned them into the White Walkers, which I guess yeah, then that... have power on other dead.
1: So they right
0: that that all I said that that origin uh, seems to be at least so far purely an invention for the TV show oh. uh, in the books there is still not really any kind of uh, indication on the origin of the White Walkers and if you look at the timeline of the books it seems kind of unlikely that it would be like they described it in the TV show mm-hmm Because I want to say, like, the White Walkers popped up and started bothering people before there, like, there were hardly any men in Westeros, I want to say. And it was, uh, no, I think their first appearance, the White Walkers first appeared after men and the children of the forest had already made peace. I think that's what it was. And then the two, uh, the two of them, those two cultures uh, had to unite together to repel them somehow. And, and they then they play for a while. A
2: huge wall, then. Uh, right. Hmm.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So it I, it seems to me that it, that probably the origin of the books is going to be different too, if if it's even ever explained. So. Who knows? There, there is some. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? There's, there are hints that possibly the the three eyed crow might be affiliated with whatever force is behind the White Walkers. Uh. In the books, Melisandra has like a brief vision of the Three-Eyed Crow and Bran and them over there. And she thinks that it has something to do with, with their their great enemy, the other, the, the god of death, whatever you want to call it. She thinks that, that, that she had a brief vision that had something to do with that. Um, whether that's actually the case, I mean, she's... She's an unreliable narrator. Yes, yes. It's hard to say.
2: The whole magic uh, I found interesting because when the show first started, other than the White Walkers, Uh, it was very much a straight feudal sort of presentation. You know, there wasn't, other than this mystery about them, there wasn't any magic users. You know, nobody had any power like that. And you didn't see that until the Red Woman and. when you they introduce so what's his name the eunuch uh, the yeah, master of whispers, you know you, you really is, they don't yeah. talk much about it and uh, yeah. lately though it's there's a lot of powerful magic <laughs> going on.
0: It's uh, it's like Lost, right? Uh, it starts out you think it's just a straightforward uh, island survival show, and then uh, <laughs> before you know it, you're watching sci-fi fantasy. <laughs> well,
2: you find out pretty soon when something's shaking the trees. You know who's shaking that tree? Yes, shaking the tree, boss. Monsters shaking the tree. I'm shaking the tree.
0: Yeah, but um, but yeah, in the show, um. At least so far, I want to say the three-eyed crow in his conversation with Brand, or not in the show, in the books, uh, there hasn't yet been any sort of discussion about Brand doing anything to combat the, the White Walker stuff. So we don't really know if they're on opposite sides or not. Although... The Whites did attack them as they were trying to get to that cave, just Mm. like in the show. So, to that extent, it seems like...
2: It's funny you mention Lost, because um, the one thing I I thought about the Three-Eyed Raven was... I thought he was very much like a uh, Merlin-type character. And Uh Merlin was always one of those characters I thought, like in Lost, was like the... Sort of like, uh, what's that term, you know, the um, source of their own destruction... You know, because mm. um, I think really it's Merlin who who I thought fathered you know the evil or the the uh, progeny with the the one woman who then tries to destroy you know King Arthur. I never thought it was the other way around. I always thought it was. What are you way talking way. about? <laughs> well, um, in the what's what's the uh, the female the woman who.
0: Uh, are you talking about Arthurian, Arthurian legend now? Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, oh, doesn't okay. matter. So
2: Mord- Mordred, and I'm trying to think of Mordred's...
0: Yeah. Mother. Instead of being
2: fathered by...
0: Morgana um, or Morgata, something. Morgana,
2: Morgana, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Instead of being fathered
2: by Arthur, I always sort of I read some stuff that sort of made it seem like this was Merlin's problem.
0: But, uh, maybe. maybe. And, and Merlin
2: was one of those characters supposedly who was living backwards, you know. So I thought, hey, he might be the, o- the the cause of his own suffering. He might be battling himself, you know, like one of those type deals. So I thought maybe that was something <laughs> similar. Like there, you know, like there's a corrupted force that you know is the three-eyed mm. raven, and they're sort of battling, you know. Mm.
0: Hey, to bring it back around to with a Sean Bean connection, uh, have you ever read the uh, the Bernard Cornwell books on the uh, Arthurian legend stuff? They're pretty good.
2: No, no, I have not read those.
0: They're uh, pretty good. But I love
2: Sean Bean, you know, the, uh, the uh, what was the name of the uh, um, Napoleonic book? Uh, books that, sharp his. richard sharp. sharp yes yes that was i yes. thought the sharp books were fantastic and that adaption with sean bean were just,
0: just yeah really yeah great. yeah those that raw that's that's the burn that's the sean bean connection there because bernard cornwell wrote those books and he mm-hmm. also wrote a series of books on the uh, arthurian legend stuff <laughs> Pretty did, did good.
2: Do they do an adaption with Sean Bean in those?
0: Uh, no, unfortunately no. not. I don't. I well, I'm trying to think. Uh, n- not with Sean Bean. Oh, yeah. There's something I can't remember which series of books. There is some kind of series that's out now that's based on on one of those series. I can't remember whether it's the Arthur books or whether it's his Archer books. Uh. Yeah, I'm not sure about that.
2: Uh. But I I love Sean Bean. You know, when he showed up in Lord of the Rings, I thought that was oh, yeah. amazing. I thought he was great. Great cast as. uh oh, yeah.
0: You know, great casting. Yeah, Sean Bean's great. <laughs> when, when are they gonna bring Ned Stark back to life, huh?
2: Uh, that's <laughs> what somebody was saying. You know that is Ned Stark really dead? They cut his head off. His, his daughter <laughs> saw his head being cut off and hung up on up in on a spike tough to come back from that, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I certainly wouldn't come back, you know, uh, in a, uh, you know, kind of mood you would take home, you know, take out to dinner, you know? You might.
1: <laughs> right.
2: You know, it's sort of like the, uh, what's his name, the mountain, you know? He's bad. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. He, was, he was not a nice guy when he was alive, and now I think he's more demonic.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So have you uh, watched any of the trailers for the upcoming season?
2: No, no, I I tend to avoid trailers. I like to see Ah, trailers.
0: Ah, yeah. I I hadn't watched them until actually today when you were running a little late. I sat down and watched two of them, so that was pretty interesting. Can't really tell a whole lot. There is...
2: Who's your favorite uh, character? I think I expressed the imp, and is one of mine. Uh, uh, you, well, you had
0: mentioned uh, like, who's my who's
2: Dennis.
0: my favorite that's like currently still active on the show type mm-hmm. of thing.
2: Yeah. Um. Yeah, how about dead? Even uh, so, many of them are dead.
0: Who? Who's your favorite? Dead character? was probably my favorite before he got killed off, and mm-hmm. is not really in the story anymore. Um. Stannis was my favorite for quite a while because I mean, you just know that he's he's not going to win the thing but he sure did try. Um
2: well that was in my mind that was the dumbest thing the king did and the king did a lot of dumb things was to go up there and make try to make Stark his uh his hand. He should have just left, you know, Lannister, his uh, his father-in-law, be the hand. Who cares if he's manipulating the, the country to empower the Lannisters? All, uh, the, all the king cares about is fucking and drinking, you know. Mm-hmm. As long as things, you know, keep going, you know, that was a mistake.
0: Hmm. Yeah, it could be. He just didn't like uh time with Lannister. <laughs> Lannister was a pretty cool character. Yeah, kind of very,
2: very nice. I was gray I was
0: very character happy
2: with his uh, his death, though. I was very happy about that.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, of course, Tyrion's pretty high up there. Uh, I guess of the current characters on the show, I would probably just go with Jon Snow as my fave. Um, interested to see where that goes. Probably largely because, like I said, his personality kind of reminds me of Sean Bean's Ned Stark, so mm. I'm sure that has something to do with it.
2: In the books, they uh, they also have the Dragon Queen and that whole plot going on. Yeah. Yeah,
0: in the books, she's uh she's still in Marine at this point. She's she hasn't left yet. They're still kind of wrapping that up, I think. So. Uh,
2: And, of course, in the books, they haven't revealed that Jon Snow is her half-brother.
0: Correct. In the books, that uh, that has not yet been revealed, although people have been sort of guessing at that for quite a few years Mm. now. So it's it's like one of the worst kept secrets, I guess.
2: <laughs> Speaking of guessing, how would I mean? That's that would be my guess. I'll just say that is that that connection, you know, half brother, half sister, marrying each other in the sort of their Targaryen uh, vein, they might not even mm-hmm. know it. Yeah, uh, John yeah. Snow may never know it really, unless his brother or his co- his his cousin tells him. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Uh, You know, the new three-eyed raven, because nobody else really who's alive knows. Um, But I could see that happening. I could see that, you know, that being the final fight against the White Walkers is Jon Snow allied with uh, Dragon Woman.
0: Yeah, I think the most popular couple of theories is either that those two will get together or that ultimately those two will end up at odds with each other Mm. and will end up fighting each other in the end. We'll see what happens.
2: <laughs> and it's got to be like a big sacrifice because um, mm. she has that dream where she walks into King's Landing, the throne room, and it's all covered in snow. And it's like, you know, she may be saving it, but I don't think she's going to be, you know, sa- be ruling it, you know. <laughs> I think, you know, some finale will be Jon Snow and her and the biggest dragon sacrificing themselves to destroy the White Walkers. Uh-huh. But, um... You know. Could
0: be... I mean, I uh, I feel like I'm definitely more invested in the Stark family than I am the Targaryen family, so if only one of them comes out in the end, I'd, I'd rather it be Jon Snow than... uh Daenerys, well, but uh, yeah, we'll
2: see. In, in, well, He's come back from life once, uh,
1: but
0: yeah. she's,
2: com- she's walked into a burning prior twice mm-hmm. now, come out naked, so I'm, I'm rooting for a third <laughs> time. Rooting for a third time. That actually would be interesting to see that sort of happen, where they have this big... Mm-hmm. Uh, dragonfire conflagration to destroy the uh, White Walkers and have her walk out of it naked again, you know, one last time. (laughs) That would be
0: interesting. In the books, there's also another plot going on that hasn't been in the show at all, uh, wherein uh, there is a secret mission... Uh, with, have, have, have does the name John Connington sound familiar at all to you? No, not at all. Okay, he was, uh, the Hand of the King before, uh, I can't remember if it was, I can't, he was, he, uh, the the Mad King, Eris, he, he had several hands he... for it, that he either, you know, Fired or exiled or just killed for whatever reason. Right. And John Connington was one of those. Mm. Uh, and he he got exiled across the sea. Uh, there is a plot that's ongoing now where it is proposed that... Um, uh, you remember uh, one of the things that Dorn was really pissed off at was that the mountain killed uh, Rhaegar's two children, uh, yes. a boy and a girl.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, there, there's an ongoing plot now where it's looking like possibly the boy was not killed, that uh, Varys pulled a switcheroo hmm. and spirited him off. Across the sea, and he's been in the care of John Connington all these years, being raised in secret to ultimately uh, get with uh, Daenerys, and that the two of them together would come back and take back the Seven Kingdoms. That and in the book, like
2: a whole new complication. I can't see that happening in the
0: movie. <laughs> uh, the show. Yeah. Oh, it wow. won't. It won't. It definitely won't. In, in the books, I mean, they basically completely sidelined. That in the TV show, but in the books, when Tyrion uh, kills his father and gets, you know, s- s- smuggled off to uh, to uh, what's it? Uh, uh, Crosses, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, he he meets uh, he 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 initially wakes up and ends up uh, for one thing, Varys doesn't go with him. He's sent by himself. Varys, you don't know where Varys is, but he's sneaking around somewhere. But he's sent across the sea, and he ends up with this uh, character named Magister Illyrio, which is basically Varys' opposite number across the sea, mm-hmm. with whom he's secretly been plotting to get Targaryens back on the throne. Um, and so Magister Illyrio has Tyrion uh, uh Basically, team up with, uh, with John Connington and this other small little team of guys that are uh, transporting uh, this uh, this kid now now a young prince Prince Aegon to a famous sword company called the Golden Company, uh, in which they're gonna then meet up with Daenerys and all this stuff, but. Uh, And, and, you know, in the TV show, uh, Tyrion gets captured by Jorah, right? And Jorah takes him to Daenerys.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: Uh, In the books, uh, Tyrion takes a break from this secret team of Prince Aegon guys to go uh, get some uh, prostitute action. (laughs) And gets taken by Jorah at that point. And they just the the team just thinks he's run off or something. So Jorah gets him away from there. Um, but the team with Aegon goes on to meet the Golden Company, and they find out they they the original plan was the Golden Company was going to meet up with Daenerys as she was on her way to Westeros, and then they'd head on over together and start you know kicking a. But in the books. Uh, when they get to the Golden Company, uh, they they determine that Daenerys hasn't actually moved. She's still in Marine. You know, I'm going to stay here and rule. So she's just sitting there not doing anything. And so Prince Aegon uh, suggests that the Golden Company go ahead and head over to Westeros by themselves and start to uh, try to you know take back the kingdom themselves. And that hopefully this will motivate Daenerys to get off her ass and come save her kin, <laughs> and, and and get her over to Westeros. So and in the book, go ahead. In the books, they we we get as far as John Connington and the Golden Company landing back in Westeros, and they take back Connington's uh, original seat of power, Griffin's Roost. They take that back, and they're in the process of building support. And that's where we leave him. Uh, and there's some suggestion that maybe this young Prince Aegon is not really, um, the, you know, that, that it's, he's not really the real child of, of uh, Rhaegar. Mm-hmm. That it's, a, it's like a, a fake. But then again, there's not really anything within the story that would indicate that. I mean, he acts, he looks like a Targaryen, he acts like a Targaryen. He has been raised by Connington for years and years and years, mm-hmm. and it's pretty clear that Connington himself believes that he is, you know, the real prince. So, not sure where that's going, but at the same time, it does feel very extraneous that suddenly this other Targaryen would pop up and play a major role in the story, <laughs> <He takes laughs> which is a probably why they.
2: You know, uh, the, the guy could have been tricked. He might actually believe it, but that doesn't mm-hmm. mean, you know, somebody else didn't pull a switcheroo on him.
1: Yeah.
0: So, we'll see what happens there. (laughs) Which is too bad if he is fake, because he seems like a a really decent fellow who seems to be actually, you know, like the model of a good prince, you know, to be king type guy. He's, like, been trained all his life to be fair and make good decisions and all this, and it seems like he's a decent guy, but
2: probably... It just occurs to me, you know, like, that, well, it doesn't occur to me, but uh, it really, the L- Game of Thrones combines uh, two of my favorite things. Oh, lots and lots of violence with lots and lots of sex and debauchery. <laughs> and, um, I was going to say, what's your favorite uh, debaucherous scene and character, and what's your favorite uh, violent uh, scene and uh
0: um I guess probably my favorite sexy scene would be uh probably Jon Snow and uh Egret in the cave was pretty Ygritte, good. I
2: like Egret. Although the red <laughs> Probably Ygritte, go with that. The red wi- uh witch, red red uh woman, she's pretty hot, but I I like Egret, yes. Yes.
0: Like and that. violence um best violence <laughs> Um. Hmm.
2: I'll give mine while you think. It's a tie okay. for me between the battle uh, that we just recently saw uh, around to where they win eventually. You know, at uh, in the north, you know they yep. have that big pile up, and uh, Jon Snow climbs out from it, and uh, eventually ah. they, you know, the knights show up and win. And yep. the uh, the red wedding; those were like two great, horrible, bloody things, which I thought were actually very good
0: okay and i will also give a tie i'll tie between um daenerys's dragons finally kicking ass really for the first time at the end of the most recent season where uh drogon shows up and starts burning ships and then the other two bust out of their uh, cage and come out and join in <laughs> That was pretty badass. Yeah, and then yeah, uh, I will tie yeah. that with the battle at Hardhome, where we finally see some major white zombie action. And it's pretty freaking scary, you know, how yeah, the heck yeah. they're going to possibly fight these things. <laughs> I'm I I would... uh, On the Go TV ahead. show, they're a lot faster than they are in the books. In mm. the books, they're. They're more like Romero zombies, you know, more right. shambling. Yeah. In the TV show, those things are fast as heck.
2: <laughs> well, I thought the scene in the uh, that one longhouse where they had all the obsidian, the dragon glass, uh, was particularly good. Uh-huh. And then, of course, the loss of all the dragon glass was like hot. there's like <laughs> no real hope to fight all these things now.
0: Um, that yeah, well, I think there's a lot of dragon glass at Dragonstone, so uh hopefully they can get a bunch from there. <laughs> with, with, where's Dragonstone again? Uh Dragonstone is uh it's like an island the sun, kind of just off the coast, not too far from Blackwater Bay where uh King's Landing is.
1: Right. Dragonstone
0: okay. was the original seat of Stannis's power. And before that, it's, it's mostly known as the original seat of Targaryen power. That was the first place that, tar, tar, that the Targaryens lived at before they took over Westeros proper and moved their seat of power to King's Landing. Well, so, Dragonstone... Inter-
2: yeah, that's interesting because the, uh, the one guy who was Stannis' hand... And it was, mm-hmm. I always thought that was humorous because he really only had one hand because Stannis chopped all the fingers <laughs> off the other one. Yes. Um, he would. He would supposedly know about that because he was familiar with Stannis, so he should know about the dragon yeah. glass. And if he finds out that's key, they they might introduce a new supply that.
0: Uh, be that could was. be. <laughs> um, and in the, uh, do, do you care if I mention a few things from the trailers?
2: No, go ahead, go ahead.
0: One of the things we do see in the trailer, uh, we see it quite a bit, is Daenerys arriving at Dragonstone and kind of mm-hmm. checking it out. I don't know if you remember, but there's a uh, there's like a big long table at the top of Dragonstone that's basically got a map of Westeros painted all over it.
2: I recall <laughs> Stannis uh, staring at that, you know, and he, with all the hey. stuff on it, yes.
0: Yeah, that map was was originally created, well, you know, way back when the Targaryens first got to Westeros when they were planning to take it over. Mm-hmm. So uh, we see her at Dragonstone. We see her checking out that map, sort of Targaryens returning to the seat, of, the original seat of their power. So that's kind of cool. Kind of see where that goes.
2: Who's your favorite character that you that died that you really wanted to see continue? Just you know to have the character develop
0: in the TV show? Mm-hmm. Oh, probably Ned Stark mm-hmm. uh, and Stannis. Yeah, probably a tie between Ned Stark and Stannis. Probably that's one of the things I look forward to most of the books: the fact that Stannis is not dead in the books. I'm interested to see where he goes, what direction he. Uh, he goes in and where he ends up at. And conversely, uh, in the books, the character that I would most like to see go on, which was killed in the books but is alive in the show, is Beric Dondarian. He is no more in the books, but in the show, he's still there, still uh, unable to be killed and getting ready to take on uh, some White Walkers, I guess.
2: Uh, it's funny, because the person I would have liked to see stay alive at least a little longer was the, uh, what's his name, the young king, you know, who was such a a monster. Um, I would have... Joffrey? Joffrey, because I wanted to see him suffer a more horrible death, to be perfectly honest. (laughs) To be perfectly honest. When When he killed that, um... That, uh, one prostitute, I thought that was horrible. That was, with you know, he just starts shooting her up with, with his guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Bow, you know, his crossbow. Um, he was... Yeah.
0: yeah he, I, I want to say that character isn't really in the books, the prostitute character. Uh, but he does plenty of horrible stuff in the books. And, uh, he ends up pretty much like he did in the show. Uh, Tommen is still alive in the books.
2: Um... The bastard uh, of the uh, flayers.
0: Yes.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I, th- I was very happy to see him die, and and getting eaten by his own dogs was very poetic. I that was, I, that was, perfect for me.
0: Oh, you're talking about Ramsey. I oh, thought we were Ramsay. talking about Tommen. <laughs>
2: oh, Tommen was the uh, his uh, his brother who who jumped out the window.
0: Yeah, yeah. In the books, he is still oh, king. Okay. Oh, okay. So far. Also in the books, um, uh, uh, uh not Renly, um, uh, crap, the Knight of Flowers, uh, Sir Loras. Uh, oh, right, in the right.
2: books, Spanish's brother.
0: Right, in the books, uh, he, he's kind of gone kind of in a different path, too. In the books, he joins the Kingsguard. Hmm.
2: And oh, wait, the, the Knight of Flowers, was that the the gay guy? Yes, who... yes. Well, yes. Uh, it, it's not Stannis' gay brother, it was the gay guy he was hanging with.
0: Right, Renly is Stannis' okay. gay brother. Yeah. Sir Loras is right. uh, Renly's yeah. special friend.
2: So, yeah, the House <laughs> of Roses or whatever that house is, yeah. Yes, the, yes,
0: and pretty much like in the show, when Renly gets killed... Um. Ultimately, you know, the uh, uh, the Tyrells join with the Lannisters and uh, save King's Landing from uh, Stannis. Mm. And after that point uh, in the books, uh, Sir Loras ends up joining the Night's Watch, whereas in the show he never does that. Mm. Um, in the books, he joins the Night Watch and... Uh, not in the Night's Watch. The uh, the Kingsguard. What am I saying? Mm. Night's Watch. The Kingsguard. Uh, and in the books, uh, Cersei sort of halfway tricks him into going to go take back Dragonstone from, I think, what's left of Stannis's forces. Uh, so he leads uh, a bunch of guys back to... Uh, Take Dragonstone at this point Santa's isn't there anymore he's at the wall but he's still got people left there and Dragonstone is a formidable fortress so it's it's kind of tough to take over and in the books uh, Sir Loras ends up taking a face full of uh, of uh, melted tar <laughs> mm. and it burns his whole body <laughs> But he's not dead. He's not dead. In the books, he's still, like, clinging to life. And that's the last we've heard of him at this point. So, it's funny
2: uh, you mention that because, uh, you know, Daenerys was married to that crazy guy, you know, the uh, uh, Khan or whatever. and And he did that you know, golden, you know, uh, molten gold to uh, to her brother, that was pretty good, I enjoyed Yeah, that. yeah,
0: yeah, that was pretty good, yeah. Other than that, not, happened just
2: like, I was like, actually quite happy the Khan died, he was a nasty SOB, and, you know, I didn't The really Carl, yeah. Whatever, the Carl, yeah. Carl Drogo. <laughs> Carl Drogo, yeah, he got what, you know, yeah. was coming to him, what he gave to lots of people, just,
0: you know. Uh, uh. Not a big Khal Drogo fan. That <laughs> not
2: a, not a whole, you know, bar, bunch of barbarians are just, you know, nasty SOBs. I, I
0: yeah, know. I guess that's true. I wasn't sorry for what he did to Viserys. Viserys was a.
2: Oh, I, 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 that was the only—that was the only endearing thing I—I I thought about Carl Drogo. Mm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but. Let's see. Um, in the books uh, versus the TV show, um, we do have Cersei being put on trial for you know crimes against nature type stuff. <laughs> uh, we do have her walk of shame, just like in the TV show.
2: So the whole uh, little sparrow and that group is uh, is a power to reckon with. Yes,
0: yes. Are they still um, around? They are uh, that has not really been resolved yet. the the books pretty much end roughly when right after she makes her walk of shame mm. and it, uh, she makes it back to the castle and is basically uh, you know taken in by um, uh, uh, the the mountain who is now being called Sir Robert Strong in the mm. books. Because he's been, you know, Frankenstein to back to life by uh, Maester uh, or or ex Maester, what's his face, uh, yeah. Um and we've got uh, uh, Tywin's brother. Damn, I can't remember his name. Uh, oh, um, just just Jamie, like in the TV show, yeah. Jamie Lannister. No, 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 no. Uh, Tywin's brother. Um, the guy who's, who's basically serving his hand to the king in the TV show as well. Uh, oh, oh right, right, yeah, yeah, yes. Uncle Kevin, Kevin Lannister, Kevin Lannister. 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 And the last we see of Kevin Lannister is, uh, in the TV show, remember when, uh, Grand Maester Pycelle is stabbed to death by a bunch of little kids working mm-hmm. for Kybern? Mm-hmm. In the books, uh, Kevin Lannister is stabbed to death by a bunch of little kids that are working for Varys, who has suddenly reappeared in King's Landing again after being like in hiding all this time. Varys suddenly shows up in Kevin Lannister's room and, and has all these little kids come and stab him to death whilst apologizing to him, you know, Oh, you're a pretty good guy. Sorry we got to kill you, but got to kill
2: you. <laughs> Actually, that was the scene I really hated, you know, making mm-hmm. all those little kids murderers, you know, just, at, mm-hmm. you know. If you're going to kill somebody, kill them. But why have, you know, right, just destroy kids' <laughs> lives by turning them into murderers? At, you know. Yeah, well,
0: they've probably already done bad and worse for <sighs> Varys or whoever. <laughs> In- innocent but, uh, but, yeah, the books at this point are at the point where Kevin Lannister has just been killed by a bunch of kids. Uh, with Varus in command of them, not Kyburn, and we don't know what happens after
1: that. You know, the
2: funny thing that, that that just occurs to me is like, TV has really and and. Um movies have really evolved because could you imagine someone trying to pitch such a complicated show? I mean I can't keep all the names together. I can't keep all the places together. And the goddamn uh, books are twice as complicated but you know um I guess if they stress the sex and violence that would have you know, <laughs> gotten over some of it but still
0: I do I do remember when I first started watching the show I was constantly asking uh my wife like who? who's that guy again who's this guy who's he
2: yeah i thought a app you know a siri app where you could say or, <laughs> or you could you know t- take a picture you know of the mm-hmm. of the person from your tv and they yeah, would tell you who it is mm-hmm.
0: yeah at first i would always mix up uh stannis and tywin lannister because they looked similar to me <laughs> I couldn't figure out which one was which. and like, which one was that again?
2: Which one was that again? I mean, one one hand, I was happy so many people died because I, you know, less people to remember.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> hey, there's another difference in the books. The uh, Remember in the TV show where we're told that the blackfish uh, died, you know, basically fighting some guards or something? Yeah. In the TV, yeah. In, in the books, uh, we're explicitly told that he escapes oh. from uh River Run when mm-hmm. they take it back over again. He uh when uh, uh what's his face? Uh Edmer Tully when uh when Jamie has Edmund Tully go in and take him in and then immediately surrender the, the fortress mm-hmm. um the blackfish swims mm-hmm. out under the portcullis and escapes. Uh, so that when they come in to take it over, he's he's not there. So he's well, you know, he's explicitly I, I, still in play in the books.
1: Yeah,
2: they, they may have simplified it, but that's the kind of lie that would come out, though. Like, who's going to tell their king, you know, the Tullys, that, oh, that guy, we let, he, he guy escaped again, you know? It's like, <laughs> let somebody else tell you, he's dead, he's dead. I was told he was dead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, wouldn't it be pretty easy to, you know, prove the truth or falsehood of that i mean it's not like they said that his his body spontaneously combusted or anything <laughs> either, no no but either that, dead bodies there
2: not, all you and... gotta do is is look at that scene um when um they were sneaking in to get when uh the dragon woman was captured by the uh the the raiders mm-hmm. and the two guys were sneaking in they just take a rock and pound his head, you know? Put, if he's wearing the same clothes, it's him, you know? Mm-hmm. But, um. You know who? Uh, another character I was disappointed who died was the leader of the Wildings. I enjoyed him so much in the series Rome as uh, Julius Caesar. I had hoped to have have him make a bigger uh, impact, but, um.
0: Well, it's it's funny you should say that, because in the books, he is still alive. Hmm. In the books, um, Stannis does not actually burn Mance Rayder. We initially think that he does, but it turns out that uh, Melisandre works an illusion... And when it looks like he's burning Mance Raider, it turns out he actually burns the Lord of Bones instead.
2: Hmm. Can you hear so pretty, me? Yeah, yeah, it just it seems overly <laughs> complex. Another complexity. <laughs> oh, my well, God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and he, uh, they end up uh, sending Mance Raider on a secret mission uh, to infiltrate Winterfell to help bust out uh Fake Arya and them, and Regan and them. He's sent as an infiltrator to to Winterfell when the Boltons have control of it.
2: I thought that was actually a nice scene. Now that I think of it, when that uh, Wilding woman who was trying to uh, help—I uh, I keep forgetting the name of the kid who, who broke his back. The Stark Brandon, Brandon, yeah. Who who say you know who got captured with Brandon's brother is talking to What's-His-Face um, and he's going, I'm. You, you don't know anything like me. And then she goes and says, well, after you skin them alive, do you eat them? And he says, no. Well, then I've seen worse. Because <laughs> <laughs> those uh, cannibal people were pretty nasty.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's a slight difference in the books, too. In the books, the Fens are not cannibals. It's, uh, it's a different clan that is, are actually the cannibals. I want to say they're, the, they're called the Ice River Clans or something. The Thens are, uh, not cannibals. They're they're mostly known as sort of more high-tech wildlings because they actually use armor and stuff and uh, make weapons from metal, but it's mostly bronze. They don't have, they aren't able to do steel, but, but uh, they're they're a little bit better equipped and better warriors than the rest of the wildlings, but they're not cannibals. That's a different clan in the books.
2: They like the name Fen.
0: <laughs> yes. So let's see.
2: Uh, do you know? Do you remember how many episodes they're supposed to do in this uh, first half of the mini season? Or
0: uh, I've heard six and I've heard seven. Let's see if I can. Uh, let's see Game of Thrones season 7 how many episodes that should tell us oh well there it is on Wikipedia it looks like it's going to be 7 episodes
1: cool
2: well I will probably sign up to HBO and watch it legally live (laughs) this Sunday
0: yeah we're currently I think we got an HBO. HBO really has a yeah.
2: lot of good shows, too. Um, I mostly think... uh, stick to Netflix, but uh, HBO yeah. is good.
0: The uh, uh, Westworld was good. We watched that. I think that was HBO.
2: Um, oh, I just wanted to... I don't know if I mentioned to you, one show I saw on Netflix, which I, I, I'm very late coming to it, but I thought it was good, was uh, Dark Matter. Have you heard of Dark Matter? Dark Matter.
0: I've heard it's good. I think I've only watched like the first episode or two. Where they wake
2: Repetition. up, they're on a spaceship. They wake yeah. up, they don't know who they are.
0: Yeah. yeah. Tater really likes that show. He yeah. uh, he asked me to watch it and I watched the first episode, but I haven't really gotten too much beyond that mm. for whatever reason. I've also heard that the expanse is really good, but and I've watched the first that episode or two of that and it is really good. I plan to come back to that but I have not yet.
2: I want to try that. Expanse.
0: Yeah. That's a a sci fi channel show, but it's oh. it's pretty uh hard science y and it's it's got a lot of world building in it. It's very complex and it's got uh it's got a a halfway at least used to be a pretty big name actor in it, um the guy who played the Punisher in one of the Punisher movies. Can't mm-hmm. think of his name offhand.
2: Well, the last Punisher was What's His Face from The Walking Dead.
0: What's His Face? Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not that guy. <laughs> Shane. <laughs> yeah. Shane, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, uh, <laughs> which I I hear that they're going to make a series for him, too.
1: Well,
2: he's had an amazing career uh, after leaving The Walking Dead. I mean, he's got some huge movie parts that... And, oh, and really? He, yeah. Well, other than The Punisher, he was all... What, what the heck was he doing? Um, he was in that one um, movie about the L.A. and the, and the like, L.A. Confidential. What's it, L.A. Confidential? I can't remember now. It was... Uh, they LA... Com-
0: L.A. Confidential was an older movie, unless they remade it.
2: They remade it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, actually, let me Google that because I I don't want to be wrong.
0: Uh we don't want to get too far off topic. This has very oh, sure. little to do with Game of Thrones. <laughs> I think you know
2: we've we covered Game of Thrones, unless we're going to start talking <laughs> about our favorite, you know, naked sex scene. I you know I'm pretty talked. Well,
0: where uh, what are you hoping to see this
2: season? That's pretty good. I told you Ground I want up. to see Daenerys Storm burn, burn, uh, burn again and come out naked. You know, what else?
0: <laughs> that's, that's pretty much it. That's, that's,
2: um, well, that's your whole standard. I really i am glad that uh, Theon and his sister are, are teaming up with them. Mm. I hope to see a big uh, naval battle. Nah. And um, like you mentioned that Dragon Island, I'd like to and And, and the, the, uh, uh. the spoilers mentioned it. That would be nice and to see her uh get together with uh Jon Snow. At least to have a meeting, you know, not necessarily sex or it.
0: Do you do you things, think but. somebody actually takes the Iron Throne this season? Do you think Cersei uh is still alive at the end of the season?
2: I would say she's gonna still be alive. But you know I, think, if, I,
0: think, I don't think so. I think she's gonna be dead by the end of the season. I
2: I think uh what's her face? The red headed Stark, um Um, Stanza? I think she's going to die, to be honest. Really? Yeah, (laughs) I could see Arya and Jon Snow being, like, the last Stark, or, well, I guess Arya would be the last Stark, really, because Jon's actually, you know, the uh, Mad King's son.
0: (laughs) Me and the wife have a continuing hope that Arya meets back up with the Hound and they become uh, a romantic item. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Aria? The
2: little girl?
0: Yeah, yeah, th- yeah. Why not? It's Westeros. No.
2: <laughs> I thought that was great when uh, the uh, the female knight was getting eyed up by that one uh, wilding, the, the, the bearded oh, yes, yes. guy. Oh,
0: yes, yes. Tormund, was, Giants yeah. Bane, Yeah, that was that was great. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. love his character.
2: I, I think he's a great character, by the way. He is yeah.
0: great, and that bit was great, uh, that's not in the books at all. So <laughs> it, would, it would be nice if they took that somewhere. Um, uh, here's a question: What do you think is going to happen to Jamie at this point? There's some people think he's he's going to be the one to ultimately take out Cersei, and you know, other people aren't. So, sure, do you think he's ultimately going to get with Brienne or not, or what do you think?
2: I could see him like sacrificing himself for Brienne mm-hmm. or, or something along those lines, and, or maybe even, like, one of the, uh, like, I was just talking about the Stark girls, maybe even trying to save one of those, or, you know, um, I, I think he's going to get killed, though, I mean, the, losing the arm, you know, he's, he's, that was, like, his whole thing, with he was a master of the sword, but... Uh, right.
0: Well, in the books, uh, there is this ongoing prophecy-type thing going on, where... The queen heard from, I, I think we saw a brief, a brief flashback in the show where she goes to this witch character who makes some prophecies. Um, but they explicitly don't talk about, in the show, a prophecy where wherein Cersei gets taken out by a character called the Valencar, mm. which apparently is Valerian for little brother. Mm. So in the books, Cersei is obsessed with this idea that Tyrion is the Valonqar and that he is around every corner, you know, hiding hiding in every shadow, and that he's going to come out and get her and take her out somehow. Um, and the popular theory is that the Valonqar is actually going to turn out to be Jaime, because Jaime was born just... I guess just after Cersei making him also technically her little brother. Uh, so there's a popular theory that Jamie's going to take her out. And I could potentially see it, it, that that has not been mentioned at all in the show, but I could see Jamie taking her out in the show. And if he does, I could also see that. Potentially being a murder-suicide type situation, I could see him taking mm-hmm. her out and then killing himself mm-hmm. or killing them both at the same time. It wouldn't surprise me if if that happened next season. And I would like to see Jamie and Brienne do something, but my gut says it's that's not gonna happen
2: yeah I'm, I'm looking mm. forward to seeing a big battle with the dragons and uh that would be cool if it yep. was a sea battle again though <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: you know um, the, the 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 guy's brother who took over that whole whole clan would definitely be pissed off to get attacked by a bunch of uh, uh dragons that would not be good
0: the guy's brother.
2: The king, uh, Theon's Theon's dad, his brother came back, murdered him. Oh,
0: oh, Euron. Whatever, Euron. Euron Crow's Eye. Kind of a bland character in the show still. He's much more interesting in the books. Hmm. In the books, he actually has one eye that is black. Hmm. <laughs> That's why they call him the Crow's Eye. Yeah. Yeah, um... Yeah, um yeah, i not sure where they're going with that in the books and the show. I doubt he's going to play too big a part before he gets taken out. Um, and I'm not sure what's going to happen uh, with um, Yara and uh, Theon, because in the books they're, they're in completely different places right now, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't... Um well I I guess Yara did participate in the queen, in the king's moot wherein Euron became king but then she basically took off she uh, she didn't steal the fleet uh like she did in the TV show in the uh, books she just basically runs off with her loyal people and ultimately uh gets taken uh like I said, prisoner by Stannis um, and Theon also gets taken prisoner by Stannis, so in the book they're they're both with Stannis right now although I don't think they've been reunited as of yet so we'll see what happens there I don't know how they would get from Stannis all the way to uh, marine, that seems doubtful to me <laughs> hmm. but we'll see what happens yeah, it is interesting the di- different directions the books versus the show takes. Oh um, yeah, I wanna, it can't wait for Sunday though. Yep. Oh, another thing uh, in the books, um, Prince Doran from Dorne.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, the he's guy who not was dead. killed by the mountain.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, no, that's Prince Oberyn was oh, killed by the mountain. Prince Dorn is uh, Julian Bashir from Deep Space Nine in the wheelchair. Oh, oh his brother, yeah, yeah. He was—he's uh, the ruler of Dorn, mm-hmm. and he was in the in the TV show. He was taken out by the sand snakes. Yes. That that didn't happen anything like that in the books. <laughs> he's still he's still the leader of Dorn in the books, and and in the books he he's got another son named Quentin that's not mentioned in the TV show that he has sent off to uh, across the sea to try and wed uh, Daenerys so that uh, Dorne and the Targaryens can team up and take over Westeros. But uh, that does not go well. <laughs> Quentin beats Daenerys and then goes down into the, the caves and tries to tame her dragons a little bit and then and gets burned alive. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> whoops! Oh well. Yeah, whoops. <laughs> um. So, not sure whether what they're gonna what uh, he's gonna do with Dorn in the books, but uh, the TV show seems pretty set up pretty well with Dorn and the Martells now teamed up. So, looking forward to seeing them kick some kick some a. Um. Yeah, I guess that's about it. I can't really think of anything. I don't have two I guess there's two main plot lines left, right? There is the the war to see who will ultimately sit the iron throne and then there is the war against the white walkers. Yeah. And I think I think the popular belief is that probably Probably the Iron Throne stuff will be resolved this season, and and it seems clear that the White Walker stuff is the ultimate endgame, and, and won't be resolved until the end of next season. So I guess that's probably what we can expect. We shall see.
2: Well, I mean, if the White, Wa- if the Winter, uh, not Winterfell, but if King's Landing is covered in snow and everybody's dead in King's Landing, that sort of says. All of Westeros, or most of Westeros, might die because they're you know if if you're if you have winter that lasts more than five years, you don't have any food stored. Uh, you're in <laughs> yeah. a bad way. Yeah, and they were already talking true. about that problem. How they were not set up for a what they would consider a normal bad winter, as opposed right. to like the you know end yeah. of, end of time because, bad weather.
0: Yeah, all the stores have been used up by the war. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And now they've got winter, So,
1: yeah, I don't
0: know what you do is that where you think we're headed? You think we're headed for a really dark ending where everybody ultimately dies?
2: Uh, like I said, yeah, I, I could see it be more of a a salvation for like humanity, m- mostly not in Westeros, <laughs> but uh, you know, <laughs> like um but yeah, like the whole King of Thrones, I could see that just sort of most most of all the uh nobles are dead. Uh,
0: yeah, could be. As I will be interested to see whether the show or the book really, really ever sort of resolve the origin of everything, basically, because in the I'm trying to think if they ever mentioned this in the show, I think they did in the in the books. And I think in the show there is a legendary character called Azor Ahai, who is, is, who way back in the day was apparently you know uh, a key figure in defeating the great other, who is basically the the force of the White Walkers and all them, mm. with his flaming sword. And uh, the the red woman thinks that Stannis is Azor High come again because mm-hmm. there's a prophecy that this character is gonna reemerge, and then she she changes her mind and thinks that it's Jon Snow in mm-hmm. the books or in the TV show. Uh, but there's this, and then there's some of the 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 uh, Red God people think that it's Daenerys because mm-hmm. she was born, you know, under the Red Comet and all that stuff, and has dragons. So there's this, this legendary character of Azora High is supposed to combat the great other, the this force of darkness. Um but uh, the weird thing is the others, at least as far as we can tell, really seem to be part of this northernmost section of Westeros. And but this legend of Azora High originates from you know, all over, not even close to Westeros, like way over on the other side of the, of, uh, Essos, like the, as far as you can get away from there. So, it always, it always seemed curious to me, like, what is the origin of all this stuff, and are we ever gonna find out if, if there is, you know, like an answer, like a like, an ultimate answer to what has caused this whole situation to be. Like, why does why does uh, Planetos, for lack of a better word, why does Planetos have winters only every, you know, 10 to 15 years or more? And then when it has winter, it lasts, you know, weird varying degrees of time. Is that ever going to be explained, or is it just going to be sort of?
1: Oh, I just thought it had
0: a uh,
2: irregular elliptical orbit. You know that there were other planets maybe. affecting it, and sometimes it was, you know. Maybe, maybe.
0: <laughs> I know one uh, fan theory was that the uh, the opening of the show was a clue, because in the sh- in the opening to Game of Thrones uh the planet is depicted as being on the inside of a sphere hmm. as if the whole thing was on like the inside of a uh a Dyson sphere or something and then, <laughs> maybe this is all actually taking part on some in some far flung future sci-fi thing
2: but you're losing me here cuz i i'll be honest the one thing that never made any sense was how Westeros experienced these winners, but the Bravos and all these other people don't. Well, not Bravos, but the people uh, across the the narrow sea don't talk right. about the winners the way they do. Yeah, so I I have no idea. They don't,
0: but then again, they all, they do talk about a, this Azora High character who mm. supposedly combated the others centuries and centuries and centuries and centuries ago, which seems to specifically for, refer to the White Walkers, so. Not sure what the deal is there.
2: Although I suppose if it was, um, you know, if uh, the tilt, if, if that, uh. you know, the axis of rotation, if that was irregular and was being affected by other planets and such, um, you know, that might they <laughs> think an air like Westeros might be moved into more northern latitudes, you might think of it
0: uh, for a long
2: period of time, you know, because that would definitely cause a long winter.
0: But, um could be, could be. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I, I I guess part of me harkens back to uh George R. R. Martin's reaction to the end of Lost. Oh, Punny George he, Martin. Fuck him. <laughs> Bird Punny was not satisfied. Fuck him. Promised promised that he would not pull a lost with game He hasn't even finished <laughs> writing the the books. Yeah, yeah, I know. You know so let I wonder, him,
2: let, all I can say is put up or shut up, and he hasn't put up yet.
0: That so, uh, is true. Great he job, hasn't put up in a while. Great
2: job so far, George. You get a great job, great premise. <laughs> lot, I mean, seriously, the, the, you uh, love the books t- to date, and the show's amazing. So Yes. I, other than the fact that he's dissing one of my favorite shows, sons of bitch, <laughs> Um,
0: I, I don't think you've seen yet. it yet, but did you know that he actually appeared in uh, 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 Crap? Um, He appeared in Crap?
2: Well, you know. <laughs>
0: yeah. He appeared in uh, Z Nation.
2: <laughs> oh, no, no, I did not. That would that'd be funny. Yeah, he
0: appeared he appeared in z nation as a zombie version of himself <laughs>
2: oh, that's, that's funny because that was wasn't mr bad saying they should do more of that they should pull in more yeah. uh you know uh, uh characters you know, c- celebrities who have died and 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 that would be great especially oh that's that's cool that's I'm glad yeah, he did yeah that. he
0: appears he was a bit part of Z nation appearing as a uh zombie version of, of himself who has been trained to, to sign autographs <laughs> to, uh, to his latest book
1: that's which hilarious. is the show
0: is entitled uh, A Promise of Spring which is uh, slightly different than what the title is actually supposed to be which is A Dream of Spring right. <laughs> which is supposed to be the last book
2: uh, well that actually gives me hope uh, for uh, for Z Nation because that's one thing I had hoped that they would have more humor and um
0: yeah Um, yeah Yeah. cool it was pretty funny (laughs) yeah it was actually him it was great Uh, okay well I guess we probably hit the wall at this point Uh, so I guess we'll We'll learn more when this Sunday rolls around and we finally get some new Game of Thrones. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday! <laughs> here's, a, here's, a, here's a question for you. Do you think that uh, George Martin will finally get another book out before uh, this season is over? Or I,
2: I think he'll get it out before the show completely ends. At okay. least I know his... Uh, his publisher wants that to happen. I mean, <laughs> no, no, you think about the tie-in. I mean, if he got that out right before, you know, the finale or something, it would still be a huge, huge, you know, uh, publicity. That's true. After the show's
0: out, it'll That's drop true, yeah. dramatically. Yeah, if they I it, mean, we the...
2: will still want to know, but...
0: That's true. Yeah, I think if he released the next book, like, right around the season finale for the season, yeah, that probably would drive sales, I would think. mm mm-hmm.
2: He's got two more to go, and he's slow, so it could take him another five years to write that that's true. last one. And, and from what we heard, I heard it was like he was in major rewrites. So I don't really know. If yeah,
0: he... yeah, that's what I hear too. That he keeps rewriting them.
2: <laughs> but that's how how he he takes people take a long time to write books. Some people take yeah. five, ten, twenty years. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But more power to him. Hope he lives to see it.
0: Well, the, no. Uh, here we go. Uh, in January 2017, Martin announced that he believed that the winds of winter will be released this year. Mm-hmm.
2: Good luck. He's been saying that though. He's been saying that a while. <laughs> he says
0: how. However, he also noted that he believed the same thing would occur the previous year. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I was just going to say one of my other favorite books by one of the all-time greatest writers of all time, Stephen King's. You know, The Gunslinger. That very was a twenty-year hiatus between books. Very then, true. It still took another ten years for him to get all the books out. So, and That's he nearly died true. a couple times in between there. He even yep. incorporated his own. Uh, life into the books. He's Yeah yeah
0: it almost I, I practically took his near death experience to motivated motivate it to finish that thing. <laughs> oh yeah it,
2: it's a huge, huge part of the books too now. Yeah. The Stephen yeah. King character. He's pretty much like God creating, you
0: know Yeah. Like, yeah. Writing the world.
1: <sighs> okay.
0: Well I think that's about it for tonight. What do you think?
2: I think I think we've talked uh, a sufficient amount. I want to see more visual action now. I want to see see the product. See some yes. kitties flying on dragons.
0: Sounds good to me. Yep. Everybody wants to see uh, Tyrion flying around on dragons, so maybe that cool. maybe that will happen. We'll see what happens. So, <laughs> okay. So, hmm? How's it cool. Okay. Hmm. That's cool. Okay. All right, dude. Well, it was good talking to you about Game of Thrones. And uh, good uh, thanks to everyone who listened to us ramble on about Game of Thrones. If you have any uh, feedback Robot. you want to submit, please do then. email us at well, uh, station like 7 at gmail. The dot com. Over. And we will definitely read it on the show at some point. Or you can leave us a voicemail at uh, I think it's nine one nine eight seven seven one zero eight seven if I haven't forgotten.
2: If they leave <laughs> us a whoever leaves us a voicemail, you can get your pick of the uh, of any of the uh, Game of Thrones books, maybe even all of them.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes, he's giving away free books. I will give it. away
2: at least one book to somebody who who calls in. If only yeah. one person calls, they may get them all.
0: Uh, uh, anything going on, anything interesting going on in your life, Steve? Anything, uh, any news to report?
2: Uh, I'm sweating. I, have, I haven't broken down to turn on the air conditioning yet. Uh. I made it through today, which was a scorcher. <laughs> interesting. Oh, I'm, I'm thinking of moving to Hawaii and, uh, recreating What, well, like permanently? Show. Yes, yes, I'm looking for work out in Holy. Hawaii. Uh, tater Holy has cow. me wow. I've actually applied for a couple jobs, so.
0: That's pretty amazing. <laughs> That's pretty major. You can move in with Tater.
2: No, no, no. <laughs> uh, it would be nice to see him though and uh, hang out
0: and yeah. talk. Um, wow, that's uh, pretty crazy. You are you trying to move to Oahu, the Big Island?
2: Um, that would be my first preference. Although uh, <laughs> Hawaii, the uh, the the Big Island, you know, well, the Big Island's Hawaii, but Oahu <sighs> would be my first choice. Hawaii might be interesting. They, there's some uh, um, government. Uh, air jobs on the main island or not the main uh, island okay the, the big cool. island uh, I uh, was applying to some jobs in their judicial department and it, uh, it the one night good thing luck. was it was uh, a lot cheaper to live because of course there's less competition so uh, uh-huh. I saw this amazing apartment for like 1500 bucks a month but that was like two blocks from the from the shore and that had a nice view of the uh of the beach. Whew. On yeah. the main island. Oh not the big Island. the big island, Hawaii. Hawaii. <laughs> as opposed to Oahu where for fifteen hundred bucks you get like a little shack in the back of somebody's
0: <laughs> house, you know, with a uh,
2: view of, if you move
0: to Hawaii, it's gonna be tough for you to come visit us anymore.
2: You'll have to visit me. You'll have to visit
0: me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just as much as we visit Tater. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll see. You, get, you need uh-huh. to get
2: somebody to watch your chickens. Do what? You need somebody to watch your chickens, a chicken herder, or chicken watcher.
0: Oh, I thought you said I need somebody to buy us a ticket, in which case I would say absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think
2: I haven't checked my lottery ticket yet. Should we, uh, there we go, there you go. <laughs> I won't check it on the air. I don't want to, you know, mm. be a Debbie Downer. <laughs> yeah. Keep all below. I, uh,
0: I recently abruptly got into laser tag.
2: Oh, that's a lot of fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I picked up a... Uh, I was at the thrift store the other day, and I spotted this thing that looked like a Nerf gun, but it had a whole bunch of buttons on it. I'm like, what's this thing? It was $3, <laughs> and it had Tiger Electronics printed on it. It said laser tag. And I opened up the battery compartment, and the batteries had exploded everywhere. I'm like, Yeah but it was only $3, and so I was like, Yeah, so I got it and I took it home and I cleaned it up and I put batteries in and it worked. Cool. <laughs> and it's actually uh it turns out it's it's actually a really nice laser tag gun. So
2: You know what I, I like had... even better than laser tag is the other it? thing that shoots the balls of paint. Paintball.
0: Paintball. Um,
2: yeah, I I haven't gotten to the paintball
0: times. yet. That's a that's a really expensive hobby. <laughs>
2: well, the the nice thing about paintball or the bad thing is that there's a Negative side to getting shot. Laser tag, you <laughs> don't care. People shoot you a hundred times and you just walk right by. Paintball, one of those damn paintball hits you, it leaves a nice big welt. I'll tell you, you don't <laughs> want to get <laughs> hit. Yeah. And you get hit yeah. once and you walk off. You're done for the session. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah.
1: True, true, true,
0: true.
2: I, I went out to a friend's uh, wedding in, in Los Angeles back around 1988, maybe. And A few uh, years ago. Yeah, a few years ago. He had his... Uh, um, bachelor party was a paintball, but it wasn't outside. It was in a warehouse, and the warehouse cool. literally was like a rat's maze, and that was oh, cool. That was pretty cool. That was pretty. Cool. It was outside,
0: but in no, no, a warehouse.
2: I'm saying it was not outside. Most paintball huh. is outside. This oh, was gotcha. inside a huge warehouse that someone had converted into like gotcha. a maze, and
0: yeah, that was
2: yeah, really yeah. cool. And it was also cool cool because Mr. Bad kicked ass. I I was killing people (laughs) left and right, and there were chicks playing the game who were very impressed with my ability to off the uh, opposition.
0: (laughs) Congratulations!
2: Yeah, I didn't get any action, but it was good. It was a good dream. Last, you know had a good fantasy what? for, like, 20 minutes, you know, about, oh, we really, <laughs> you're covered with paint, so now we need to, like, you know, hey, let's go take a shower. I <laughs> think did not have <laughs> any showers, you know, for the, uh, you know, people involved uh, who went to do some cool. post-paintball copulation.
0: Uh, cool. Do you have your own paintball gun and stuff? No, no, no. No, no, no. no. This and is this just was... something you did, uh, like... 20 or
2: 30 years ago. Oh, I did it again. I played paintball with my uh, nephews. I took them out. That was fun too. Oh, um, cool.
0: Rented the
1: equipment.
2: Yeah, yeah. And the one cool. we did it inside, it was the single shot guns. So it was just the little guns and it was single shot. So it was like, yeah. it was a lot more effort to, like, you know, like some of these guys have these guns that shoot like 100 rounds a minute or something. Yeah, yeah. Guns, really, but. Um, it was a lot of stealth and I was uh I yeah. stunk up on a lot of people. That was pretty good. That
0: was funny. <laughs> did you kill your nephews?
2: Um no, they were on my side. I did not kill my nephews. No. <laughs> gotcha.
1: But um cool.
0: Yeah, for somebody's birthday, we did some laser tag a year or two ago at a place near where we live. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. Um they had some uh AR-15s that had been retrofitted into laser tag guns.
1: Oh, that's pretty that- cool.
0: That was the first experience I'd had with modern laser tag, where the, mm-hmm. the guns actually have significant range, and you know the way they work mm-hmm. is is similar to uh, real firearms, with the exception that you're not actually shooting bullets at people. So that yeah, was pretty fun. Yeah, I, and, I enjoyed it.
2: I you know it's it's just that you know literally you you could shoot someone a hundred times the the one I played in uh the one time the last time it was more like you could shoot somebody only like twice and then they were deactivated and and had to wait <laughs> a second so it was, uh, it was trying to do that uh otherwise people would just sort of stand there shooting at the same person, you know
0: uh. yeah all right well uh. We're clearly done with Game of Thrones at this point, so I guess it's time to say goodnight and get ready for work will, in the morning. I will
2: cue you and say I'm playing the closing theme now.
0: Okay. But you're not playing it now. You're going to cue me.
2: I just killed you! It's gone, man! Go! Go!
0: Okay, so uh, from all of us here at the Diamond Initiative, thank you. Namaste. And Mr. good luck. Mr. Bad Robot. Call recording has been completed. Goodbye. Well, it looks like
1: my internet crashed, so that means the episode's over. 18 plus.